0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you for joining us. We're winding up to the end of the year here. We started doing this back in uh, March and um, we're at episode 170 something crazy. Uh, I don't know if anyone out there has been there since day one, but thank you for being a part of this. Thanks for sharing this podcast with uh, your friends and uh, yeah, coming back to listen every day um i wanted to start with just a couple stories that i've learned over the years things that really more embarrassing things that happened or situations i was in where i learned a good lesson and um it was a little bit funny to begin with but i remember one time when i was working in sales i was working in texas knocking on a door i made it my goal While I was working to get cups of coffee, it was kind of just my thing. I had this goal board that I'd set up, and one of my things was get 20 or 30 cups of coffee for the year. So every time I'd be in a home, I'd be, can I get a cup of coffee? And it was usually terrible, and I like good coffee. Like, we make pour-overs at the house. We're very particular. And usually a cup of coffee meant a Keurig, right? But it was just a thing, like get a cup of coffee. And I remember getting into this home... And I was in Texas and I walk in and I see these pictures of Jesus on the wall. So I'm like, all right, these are some Christians. What I didn't realize is that they were Mormons, and um, which is a whole different ball game. Mormons don't drink coffee. It's actually something that goes against their religion. So if I was, when I worked in Utah, where the, it's where Mormons are, um, uh, people who drank coffee were either backslidden Mormons or non-Mormons. So it was like when I was in Utah, I looked for the coffee machines because then I knew, hey, you're not Mormon either. Hey, neither am I, right? But I get in this house and I'm sitting there and just normal going through my process. I look up and I wasn't really thinking. I think I knew it at the time, but I don't think I realized that these guys were Mormons. I was like, hey, guys, do you guys have any coffee? And um, the husband was like, uh, you see that the family goes quiet. The whole family sitting in the room family goes quiet um yeah we uh we don't drink coffee and then me just being thick-skulled I was like no one in the family drinks coffee and they were like um no and and then it dawned on me these are Mormons because they found out the company that I worked for was based in Utah and then they're like are you Mormon and then it all made sense and then I Uh, had my foot in my mouth the rest of the whole time I was there, but they were good people. They still treated me well. Um, So what I learned that day was have a little bit of context to your your situation. Take a few more mental notes before you just say something, all right? It's like if you're talking to a Muslim, don't ask him if he ate bacon for breakfast, right? The second thing that I remember, uh, I was out soul winning. I was in Bible school, and um, uh, we were in this this neighborhood, and and there were these two people walking. Um, guy and a girl, lady walking, <clears throat> uh, they're both over 50 years old, but I walk up and I see the guy and I start, um, sharing the gospel with him and talking to him and we get towards the end and I've shared the gospel. And then I look at him, it's him and his, um, uh, this lady standing there. And I said, Oh, is this your mom? Cause she looked like she was quite a bit old. He looked young and she didn't look young. And he goes, "No, nah, this is my old lady this is this was his wife or significant other, and again, another time that I put my foot in my mouth, and had I not said anything, they probably would have but attitudes change immediately from his side because now hey i'm i I'm dating someone who looks uh markedly older than I am, and then for her side, she was not she looked at me like I needed to get out of there right away so uh, what I learned that day was if you don't know, don't assume. Um, <clears throat> I remember when I was in uh, in Orlando with some friends who we went out to eat. And there's kind of this thing, you know, people, I, we, my wife and I, we don't drink alcohol. Um, they bring the, like, you sit down in a restaurant, they bring the wine menu, can interest you in a cocktail, is that sort of place, right? Um, uh, you know, order burgers and fries or whatever. And they've, they've got this alcohol list and the guy comes up, the waiter comes up to the table <clears throat> and he says, Hey, so we've got these cocktails, blah, blah, blah. And he starts talking. And I was like, Hey man, um, no, like we don't drink at this table. Um, uh, we're like part of the, we're part of AA, And um, I'm just joking with him, but it was just kind of my thing. There's times I've told him I'm deathly allergic to alcohol, like I've said things like that, right? And I said, no, uh, man, uh, we came through AA. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, no problem. And he grabs the menu, pulls it off the table, the alcohol menu, pulls it off the table, goes off. And I don't think anything of it. It gets to the end of the meal, and we're sitting there, we're finishing up. He goes to bring us our check, and the guy looks at me and goes, man... Oh man, I just wanted to say I just had to tell you man, I think that's so commendable what you've been through. I have a friend who's, you know, an alcoholic and he's been trying and and I know how difficult it can be. So I just want to say and he just starts laying it on thick. I just want to say man, great job coming through that. I know man, that's so respectable seeing that and understanding like how difficult it is to kick that habit and you got and you did it, man. That's so awesome and I just wanted to say respect for and i'm i'm like sinking down into my seat lower and lower the people at our table the couple were with waltz they're trying to like man i just wanted to not be in this restaurant anymore i like paid left a tip and just left i was like this guy if he finds out the truth somehow i'm like the compliment was so genuine and so heartfelt that um yeah it made me want to go back in time and uh and do it over and then um i'm trying to remember one more uh Oh, uh knocking door to door. I mean you so you have these moments where someone answers the door and they're like old enough where they could own a home, but they're just like the son that graduated college and uh, or the or they t- or they just look older than they are and they're a teenager, right? And you're like, Are you the homeowner here? Or but but they're or they're thirty and they still live with their parents, graduated college, came back, lived back home. So a lot of interesting situations. So I'm in this neighborhood, I knock on this door, this this young girl answers and she looks like she's 14 or 15. She answers the door. Maybe she looks like she's 17. She answers the door and um I say hey how's it going and she responds and she's got this voice that's like the squeakiest high pitched voice like she her voice makes her sound like she's nine. She looks she, like she's older, but her voice makes her sound like she's nine and I start talking to her. I start basically briefly explaining and then before I go any further, I'm like, hey, um, and I should have just said, hey, are you the homeowner? Uh, but I didn't say, are you the homeowner? I said, hey, are your parents here? <laughs> and the demeanor on her face, the, her visage was markably, markedly changed against me. And she looks at me and goes, "I am," in this high-pitched voice, I am the homeowner, the man, the her attitude towards me. It, it looked like things were going well, explaining what we were doing. But at that moment, are your parents here? No, I'm the homeowner. My parents have their own house. Not a good moment. It did not go anywhere after that. So again, if you, don't, if you aren't sure, don't assume. I remember when I was in like fourth grade, last story, when I was in, I've actually got something that I'm going to tell you guys that'll help you. I just wanted to start out here. Um, Funny moments of my life, things that I've learned besides like putting, thinking wax paper would do the same as parchment paper when you're baking. Wax paper melts. That's why it's called wax paper. It's not the same. If you're making a sauce and it calls for cornstarch to thicken your sauce that you've been spending an hour to make and you don't have cornstarch you can use flour. What you can't use is baking soda. It's going to bubble over and it's going to ruin the sauce. Things I've learned when I started baking, right? Uh, Check your sources when someone tells you that something will work. But, um, I remember being in fourth grade, fourth, yeah, fourth grade, getting into this new class, sitting there. And, um, I was a few, I was a short time in this class trying to make friends, small Christian school. I probably shouldn't tell you this story, small Christian school. And, um, uh, and i passed gas right in this class and and you know how kids are like merciless i saw a meme the other day that said no one no one may see the tears when you cry they may see the tears but they don't know the pain or they may they may not see you when you're crying they may not see you when you're when when the pain is real they may not see you when you're struggling but just fart one time and everyone will will say something, right? But anyway, so I pass gas and someone's like, ew, somebody, fought. I think it was Ryan. And so for me, I had to think quick because I was to blame and I've been raised in a good Christian home. So you don't just say, no, it wasn't me. I can't say that because I was raised in a good Christian home. So I immediately went for di- And I don't know where it came from or what happened, but I immediately grabbed a pack of gum that I had. And I said, hey guys, I got a stick of gum for everybody. And all of a sudden, everyone, they were like piranhas circling to make fun of the the new kid who farted. And it went from that to like, everyone's getting a stick of gum and they're all happy with me because I'm sharing my gum. 10 minutes later, the teacher walks around and and there's a girl chewing her gum. And she's like, hey, there's no gum in this class. No gums allowed in this class. And she got in trouble because she ate the gum that I gave her. But you got to be ready. You got to be on your feet. You got to think on your feet. Before you, go, before you go today, um, you know, it's actually proven that people who laugh, people that are joyful, people that um, are happy recover, their bodies recover faster than those people who are sick. So um, uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to give you a prescription, but you just had your medicine right now. A joyful heart does good like medicine, the Bible says, and it's absolutely right. Um, there's a scripture in Revelation 12 that I'm going to read to you, but I want to, I, something that's really been impressed in my heart. I just want to talk to you about briefly. Um, is is don't let the devil accuse you before God. You know, uh, God worked really hard in sending His Son. God had to make a huge sacrifice in sending His Son for the very reason of of you becoming His His child. He sent his son so that you could become a part of his family. But people get into the kingdom of God and they keep this attitude of like, even if they won't say it, they keep this attitude of like, yes, we come to please God, but but our hearts please him. If your heart is perfect towards him, Lord, I want to serve you. I, I don't want sin in my life. I want my life to please you, that he's pleased with us and we can come boldly to the throne of grace to receive help when we need it, that we don't have to walk on eggshells around God. Yes, there's things we do. Yes, we make decisions. Yes, I'm not gonna do this. Yes, I'm, I'm giving up this relationship. We do these things. But I want you to know for me, God is pleased with you because you're part of his family. You're his child. My son hasn't been born yet, but I'm al- I already love him because he's my son. Yes, there are other children in this world, but they're not my son right? And you are the son or the daughter of God, and he looks at you. When you made a decision, I'm going to believe in Jesus, who out there with raise of hand would say, I'm going to serve God my- all of my days, I'm not looking, planning to backslide. I'm not willing to backslide. I'm making it to heaven. God is pleased with you. You you can come boldly, Lord. I Lord, I want to have a closer relationship with you. I want to have intimacy with you, Lord. Give me a joyful year, God, Lord. I, show me what show me what I need to be doing with my life, and but a heart, a heart that that's at rest because God is on their side. God's, God's done a lot to have you close to him. Don't let the devil be the one that brings accusations or keeps you in a place where you feel like every day you have to like earn God's approval. That's a terrible thing to feel like, Oh, I got to earn God's approval. Oh, if I'm not, you know, even things that we do like, Hey, I'm, uh, reading the word of god we we read the word of god we worship god because we love him yes we're disciplined but this isn't like if i don't read my bible i'm not uh, today i'm not my prayers are not going to get answered god's not going to be happy with me god is giving that as a help for us hey you keep your mind renewed as you read the word but we do it because we love him we do it because it's awesome we do it because the word shows us who we actually are if i wouldn't have read the word that i could be sorrow free and rich. If I wouldn't have read the word, that I could be stress-free. Man, that, that word has liberated me. I'm thankful for Philippians chapter 3 and chapter 4, right? Such a liberating um, uh, passage of scripture to know that I can live without stress in my life ever again. Revelation chapter 12. <clears throat> the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. Let me read it to you. Revelation twelve seven. It says, And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels, Fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God. And the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. You know, every day, every night there's accusations coming to God, uh uh, coming to God from the devil on behalf of accusers. Hey, they messed up. Well, hey, hey, look at look at the blood of my son. It happened in the book of Job. That was the devil showing up and saying, accusing Job. Hey, he only serves you because you bless him, right? There are these accusations that come, but getting a firm understanding in your heart, even though accusations may come. The devil, how does he try to accuse us? He brings up our past. Hey, look who you were. You've disqualified yourself. There was a time where I thought, You know, there was a time in my teenage years where I listened to really terrible music. It first was hip-hop, right? Jay-Z, Lauryn Hill, um, uh, Most Deaf, listening to stuff that's really not, it's it's renewing your mind in a wrong direction, right? And then I had a couple friends who listened to worse stuff, System System of a Down, some of this stuff, and I was listening to this stuff. And there was a time where I, where I actually was convinced that because I had listened to that music, that God couldn't use me anymore. But it was an accusation of the devil. And yes, I'm not validating that. If you're listening to that music, give it up today, seriously. If it's renewing your mind in the wrong direction, oh, it doesn't affect me. No, it does affect you. Your eyes, your ears, your, they're the gateway to your heart. You're, you're, you're allowing the devil to renew your mind, right? So we choose. Hey, we know better. But, but the accusations will come against who we are. But to understand, man, I'm born of God. I'm born of the word. I'm of the substance of God. When God sees me, he sees his son. He sees the blood of Jesus. He sees the righteousness of Jesus. He sees, he sees someone who's pure. When God looks at me, he sees the one that he's fought for. He's the one who sent his son for, right? He sees his inheritance. That's who I am to God. So the devil comes with accusations. Look in your life and ask yourself, where are the accusations in my life? Where has the devil tried to accuse me that I'm a failure? Where has the devil tried to accuse me that I'm not enough, that I'm not going to make it? And even if you have to catalog it, take those accusations, write them down. No, I'm not this. I'm a child of God. If the devil accuses you in the area of your mind, you say, no, I have the mind of Christ. Yes, I may have allowed my thoughts to run all over um, in times gone by, but that's not who I am anymore. I've got the mind of Christ. I think the thoughts of God. Colossians three one says, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. That means direct your mind, direct your mind to things above. Hey, you can spend, people come in with all sorts of like mental issues, like people oppressed by devils, people with uh, mental issues as far as like uh, uh, just strongholds in their mind. But a lot of it is because they spent so much time thinking about the wrong things. And as you begin to change your thoughts, hey, I'm a child of God. I'm not loving, letting the devil's accusations stick with me. No, I'm full of God's life. I'm anointed. I'm full of joy. I'm a joyful person. I'm quick to forgive. I don't, I don't struggle to walk in love. I'm born of God, which means I'm born of love. Let the devil's accusations go from your life today. And... Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast.